Welcome to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clues series with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that is different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clues series. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Legacy Advisory Group. We believe sound financial advice improves people's lives. We're also brought to you by Aria Benefits. We help visionary business leaders to grow their companies through attracting and retaining top talent. I'm your host, Robin Bailey, here with my co-host and business partner, Al McDonald. Al, what do you say? Excited as always, Robin. Uh, Glad to be here again and looking forward to our slate of guests, especially excited to get started today um, to to talk to the guests we've got up first. Um, I think it'll, uh, it'll be a great start to the day. Well, as you know, it's one of my favorite uh, days of the month, Podcast Friday. And uh, I was chatting with someone recently and, and asking, how did you start the podcast and why do you do it? And then do you really enjoy it? And it truly is one of my favorite things to do. And I think it's because of the conversations that we get to have. And life is so busy nowadays. And our guests have recently taken some time off and, and gone and de-stressed. And I think that's so important. But you know, being able to sit down, book out time, and have a genuine conversation with someone, I think, is something that I really value. And I'm hearing that from our guests, too. They enjoy the conversation. So that's just bonus for me to hear that. So without further ado, today's guests are Stacy and Justin Howe. Stacy and Justin operate the Kimberly General Store and Justin's Oven, located in Kimberly, Ontario. Stacy, you describe the two businesses like two ships in a fleet where you manage your own ship and share each other's resources. And Al, I know you're going to dive into that later on in the uh, this episode. So tell us a little bit about the Kimberly General Store and Justin's Oven. Well, I think what's special is that we're located in a beautiful area in Ontario, just a couple hours north of Toronto in a place called the Beaver Valley, which is a beautiful glacial carved valley with Bruce Trail running along both sides. So we have an incredible set of customers who are both tourists and locals. When we started 12 years ago, it really was a quiet, sleepy little town. And we've seen incredible growth over the past 12 years, especially in tourism and especially since COVID started. So we've learned a lot as that process has happened and uh, tried to adapt with it. And about seven years ago, we started up the restaurant business in addition to the general store. So we've got something kind of new and flashy. That's the restaurant. And we've got this general store, which was the original general store in the village from 1905. So a real grounding sort of mothership there in terms of history. So we, we get to play both sides of the coin there. So speaking of new and flashy, because I'm always curious when I'm speaking with other entrepreneurs and, and hearing their stories and, and, you know, did they feel like when did it arrive that they felt like an entrepreneur? But specifically for you, I'm always curious, how do you generate new ideas or, or goals that you have? We really try to listen to the customers. You know, when we first started out, we didn't necessarily have a clear idea of where we were going to take things, although we knew we had certain skills. We opened without our ideas being completely formed. And I think that worked in our favor so that we could just open the doors, start bringing people in and learn from simply what people tell us what it is that they want to have and then start providing those things. And that's how the ideas get generated. 
I love the simplicity of what you said. And yet everybody, it doesn't matter your line of business. And I would be guilty of this. You think, okay, how can I deliver value? How can I increase my value proposition of clients? And you come up with all these ideas that you think, you know, that will be valuable to your customers. And then quite often what we think isn't what the customer wants. So how simple it would be if you just listened to your customers and said, Hey, what do you guys want? And then being able to Mm -hmm. deliver that. So I, I, I love that. And I think, I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs need to be reminded of that. Sometimes we overcomplicate it and spend all this time trying to come to market with these ideas and then seeing it fall flat because you know you missed the mark. And, and I think that's a key message that you've really got to listen to your customers. So I love what you said there. Over the last, I mean, through your entire career since you started the company, but maybe even perhaps since uh, you know, COVID-19 and the way that's changed things, has your business evolved in any surprising ways? Well, I mean, for the general store, I certainly started a lot smaller than I thought would ever happen. Remember when I first opened, I would debate whether we'd even have a till. I just thought I'd sell a couple cartons of milk here and there. (laughs) So certainly surprised me how that took off. But that's where we both come in hand in hand because I saw a bigger picture. I knew we'd eventually expand. That's why we put the bakery in and et cetera, et cetera. And we just complement each other well. And like, yeah, we're very adaptable. And I find if you're going to do anything with customers or anything like that, you have to be very adaptable. And I think that's why we succeeded because like Stacy said previous, we didn't send up permanent boundaries. We touch base with everybody. So Yeah, I think the customers brought a lot of ideas forward and we could sort of pick and choose which ones we wanted to um, focus on. And so the ones that we have focused on, we wouldn't have expected necessarily from the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. Like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew pizza was going to take off. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to, I'm going to go back a little bit to what you said at the beginning, Stacy, about, you know, uh, the sleepy little town and the beautiful setting myself and my other business partner, Joe, we drove up to your spot uh, probably what a month ago now, beautiful fall day, beautiful drive up there. And then, you know, when we finally arrived, what a beautiful setting and a, a wonderful little town that you you've got there. And I'm telling you, anyone that's out there that wants to uh, go out on a, a beautiful drive and end up at a at a scenic and nice little spot to stop and visit, by all means, head up to Kimberly. I, I don't think if I've been there before, I don't specifically remember it, but it was definitely worth the drive. It was a great day and a wonderful little spot you got there. So I just want to ask, you've been in business now for a number of years. Looking back, is there anything that you wish you'd known when you started out? Any things that have been a challenge for you over the years that you said, wow, I wish, wish we could have done that a little bit differently? Neither of us expected how complicated it would be with employee relationships and the need for a set of skills when it comes to managing employees and the relationships that we have with them. People open businesses for a whole variety of reasons, and they often relate to the fact that that, you know, the specific topics, their skill set. But there's so many other skills that are required in order to run a business that we have to kind of learn as we go that we didn't necessarily have when we started out. I think Robin can probably speak to that a little bit because, you know, we hear that all the time that one of the the most challenging things is to get good people working with you in your business. That's always a challenge for everybody. But the nice thing about our business is Stacy and I are pretty uh, hands-on. So we accommodate our employees. Like if they need a day off, it's not that big of a deal as before when we were starting out with the bread and stuff, somebody took a day off. Holy, now we're scrambling because, you know, it was less staff and da-da-da. But now we're pretty set up. 
We've tried to build flexibility into our employee structure so yeah. that people can do other people's jobs. And right. we recognize, especially being in a rural community, people live their lives. We hire people who are, you know, mothers, who are, you know, retired principals, teenagers. Uh, teachers, yeah. It really is a, a very variable set of employees. And so we try to accommodate how they live their lives so that they can stay with us long term. Exactly. We're always looking for long term, not short term. And I find at the beginning, even as if you guys started out working, you know, you'd always have to be there all the time, you know, and be 50 minutes early, do this and this and this. And I find now we focus on other things that are more important than Mm -hmm. how many hours did you work today and get it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That makes perfect sense. So the other thing I wanted to ask you, you know, looking back now, if those have been some of your challenges, is there anything that really stands out as like a really satisfying moment, something that you always remember? Because people have been with us for a while, watching how people, especially the set of teenagers who have worked for us, watching how they continue on in their lives and uh, going to college, getting married sort of thing, you know, like, uh, yeah, we've had a couple of girls that uh, got married and had a few kids. And mm-hmm. I've had somebody that worked with us since she was 13. And now she's her second year at university. And that's nice too. It's, it's nice to build like a family kind of base relationship with our staff and customers too, watching the customers, like, Mm -hmm. you know, start off being pregnant and then you watch them as their children grow or, Mm -hmm. you know, you get to learn about their lives, their family situations. So, yeah. So you guys don't know this yet. And we'll talk about this uh, outside of the podcast, but uh, (laughs) we were actually just talking to a client this week who said, I know those guys. Our son worked there one summer, or I don't know whether it was over summer, but he yeah. he worked at your uh, at Justin's oven. He said we know them, and our son worked there. So um, yeah, we'll talk about that otherwise. But so cool. speaking, uh, uh, you know, directly to what you just talked about about hiring teenagers and seeing them grow up. Yep, we heard that ourselves. <laughs> so that's great. So I have an important question to ask you because, especially since the you know the rise of the pandemic, I was on a uh, I was on a panel as a guest uh, on a panel yesterday talking about mental health. And I've got to imagine, I mean, I'm a fan of watching, uh, you know, all the Gordon Ramsay shows, of course, on the restaurants. And I always comment to my wife, I said, I can't imagine working in a kitchen like this. It's got to be so stressful. And I imagine running, running your business, but specifically the restaurant business. How do you guys, not only for your mental health, but for your physical health and just as a relationship that you guys work together, what do you do to rejuvenate? Like, what do you do with that downtime and de-stress? Because I think that's so incredibly important to, you know, and especially in the last 18 months. We do uh, mindful meditation. Stacy's a big fan of that. We talk about our work week together. We talk about our future goals. We talk about projects that are going to happen within the following season. And I think important as well as we've structured right into the business right from day one, that there are certain days of the week that we are simply closed. And I know for me mentally, and I think for Justin as well, the idea that the front door is locked, the back door is open, right? We know a lot of people in community who simply need something and people stop by, but to have the the front face of the business closed for several days a week is incredibly important for us. Monday, Tuesday in summer and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in winter. And we've done that right from day one. So 
the community knows and we try to keep it consistent publicly that we let people know that as well. And the other really important thing is that we close every year the store and the restaurant for the month of November. It's the quietest month of the year. And yeah, we uh, just get out. That's why we go to Algonquin. It's close. We have three dogs. So we go hiking and mm. uh, check out the nature point of view. And We reset ourselves. We exercise, eat well, spend time together and, and then try to carry those practices on in for the rest of the year. That's a great answer. And I've seen a little bit about in terms of even driving up and talking to you guys. Otherwise, I've seen this. You don't look stressed out most of the time, at least from what we've seen. And so it, obviously, you've got a good handle on how to operate your business on an ongoing basis, because it seems like <laughs> you might have moments when it's, it's, it's otherwise. But uh, every time we talk to you, you seem like you're well balanced. And most importantly, know your limitations, right? You can only ask so much out of the people that are helping you thrive with your business. And I think that was a big problem with me because I was always more, 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 more. And then this year, really, because they're kids, they're 18 years old, right? So you kind of got to keep that in mind, too. You know what I mean? Like... There's a lot of pressure to keep growing, growing, growing. And for us, we consciously make the choice that there's a limit to what we can manage because we always want to stay hands-on. We always, we don't hire managers. It's us. And if we try to do too much, we become quite scattered and stressed. And so we limit things in yeah. different ways. We just focus on now what works and uh, what we can actually handle if we need to downsize or whatever happens. If we take new things on, we at the same time think about what we let go. We let go of something that's not necessarily working so well. And we find that that flexibility helps us pick and choose the things that are really going to work. And stress and, levels. And, and, and manage our stress yeah. levels. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got to ask you do you, have a, do you have a dog in the background scratching at scratching? Yeah, something? we do. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's we okay. Got, hey, that's okay. That we're, we're not going to edit that out. Because you know, that is, that is, our podcast is about authenticity, and that is. And you mentioned the dogs, and I was going to ask you. I got to ask you because we're all dog people here. What kind of dogs do you have? We've got three. We've got a border collie Shih Tzu, a cockapoo, and a Cairn Terrier. Oh, mix. nice mix. Well, yeah. that's, I was going to say yeah. that that is the best de-stressor on earth. When you walk in and your dog hasn't seen you for two whole minutes and they're yeah. just as excited <laughs> as if you've been gone for two weeks. I mean, to me, that's one yeah. of the best stressors there is. But Justin, you said something that I think is really important too. And, and you talked about mindful meditation and, you know, back in the day, people would think, oh, that's, you know, kind of woo woo and out there. And, it, and it's interesting in, in my world, in the employee benefit space, one of the virtual healthcare providers, Maple, has recently uh, introduced that they're adding Headspace, which is a very popular app for meditation, free of charge to their platform. And I thought that is great that we're in an era where now people are a lot more open to doing that kind of meditation. And, and meditation doesn't, you know, you don't have to be in the lotus position sitting there with your eyes closed. I mean, meditation can be you're out with the dogs in the woods and you've got that alone time. I know for Al, his alone time is when he's out on the road bike and he's got that time, his, his Zen time. For me, it's a little bit different. I like to throw around big heavy weights and be alone. And that's, and that's my time. But, you know, I always tell people, whatever it is that you do. And the other thing that I heard that I really liked is, the doors close certain times of the week. And Al is better at this than me about leaving the work at work. But I've recently said, Saturdays, I do not open my laptop. 
Saturdays is my day. Sundays I'll prepare for the week. We're busy. We're growing. The company's busy. I need to get that done. But Saturdays is just for me, just for my wife. That's our time together. And there's no interruption. So I think that's really important. And it's nice to hear that you're doing that. Hey, so here's the million dollar question. You guys operate your business together. You are together. How do you balance your personal relationship along with your work relationship? And everyone out there who works with a significant other, a partner in the business, I'm sure they're going to be all ears to see how you guys do it. <laughs> well, I'll let Stacey tell the truth on this you want one. the successes or the failures? <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> successes. That's right. For me, it's understanding because Stacey's a lot more level-headed than I am. I'm a pretty hyper guy, so I tend to 90 and then come back down. So she kind of keeps me grounded and then she'll let me know if I'm starting to escalate, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, for me, anyway. It's tricky because we, like you said, Al, we work together, we're married, we live together, we live on site together. Our office is in our workspace, our kitchen's in our workspace, our living room's in our workspace, and we love being together. Yeah. So <laughs> even when I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. I think a big key for this is in the structure of the business, there are two, like we said at the beginning, two separate ships. And so both of us like to control what we do and maybe what the other person does, but we try to create those boundaries where Justin is the captain of his restaurant ship. And I'm the captain of the store barge and we have to respect each other's decisions. And even if that other person is doing what we don't think is necessarily all the right direction, we still support and we send resources over, we share staff, we share ingredients and products, we share our time with each other, and uh, we share our skills. I'll go over to the restaurant and help with, you know, kind of the reservations and things like that. But Justin brings a very special side over to the store. He brings his personality over and his generosity. And as soon as he steps into the store, he interacts with people. He gives gifts. He listens. He chats. He tells stories. He gets people laughing. And and that's such an incredible resource that he brings over here. And I have so much respect for that. So I think, you know, certainly we can't each make our own decisions exclusively because we are tied together like graphs and his journey affects my journey and vice versa. But we try to allow the freedom for each other to kind of choose the directions for each other's ships. And and that's certainly an ongoing process. And most importantly, being understanding and forgiving, right? Like it's not a perfect scene. People get hot headed, especially when things aren't going well. But I mean, You're in it for the long haul. You're in it for the better. So from there, we just pick up the pieces and reconstruct, figure it out and keep keeping on. Well, good for you. That's a, that is a great answer. And I'm sure lots of people will be listening to, to find out what your secret is. And uh, I think you just shared some of it with us. The this wife is... wears the pants. Uh, there we go. The truth comes out. The truth comes out. There we go. Yes. You know what? You know what, guys? I think, I, think, uh, I think you'd be interested in hearing this as well. I, I uh, picked up a new block of business uh, this week. So I was making introductions and hopping on the phone. And and the first time I met these folks and they were older, they've been together for a long time and they run the company together, similar to you. In the first meeting, he turns around the gentleman and he said, you know, my wife, she's my business partner. She's my best friend. And I thought that is really amazing that, you know, he, first of all, he would feel comfortable enough in an in initial meeting to say that, but 
you know, you can tell they work really well together. And I can tell you, you guys work really well together. And Justin, to your point, I'm the same type of guy. I'm up here and down here and over here. And my wife's the one who keeps me level, right? So she's she's the one who kind of pulls yeah. me back. But she listens. She will listen to every idea. And then eventually when I come back down, say, yeah, you know, maybe that's great, but maybe you go over here a little bit. So I think, exactly. you know, if you can find a partner in life that balances you out like that, I think, uh, I think we're all extremely lucky. So, well, this is why we do the podcast. This has been such a great conversation. So I just, I want to thank you both for joining us today. And I think this will do really well when we release it. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have questions about yourself or what you're doing in your company? Probably through email. We have two email addresses. If it's for Justin, it can go to justinsoven at gmail.com. J-U-S-T-I-N-S-O-V-E-N. And if it's store, it can go to me, Stacy S-T-A-C-I-E at Kimberly General Store.ca, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y General Store.ca. Okay, awesome. Well, that does it for today's episode. I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope you did too. If you have any questions for Al or myself, please feel free to give us a call or by joining the conversation on LinkedIn. Success leaves clues, my friends. And remember, it all starts with one. 